Blog Talk Radio. Huh? Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. April 5th, uh, Tucson, Arizona. Weed Day Wednesday. What's going on? Let's give a, give a little shout out to Robert Platshorn, who we are going to, we do miss dearly. We were going to, I was going to send him that annual Facebook message. It's that time again and he'd laugh and he'd say anything for my girls and then we'd have him on. So we're going to do a little part one because we're going to have some some of our other guests that come on every year with us. Dr. Regina Nelson and Irvin Rosenfeld. We're going to have them come on and share stories. All right, we'd say Wednesday, 264 days until Christmas. For the best week. April 5th already. Anybody do any April Fool's thing? No? <laughs> the Buffalo Bill did. Uh-oh, uh-oh, they're cursed? Oh, no. No, they said something. There's one Uh-oh. Because his post, the Buffalo Bills post, he's out now, him. We're sorry to let you know that if you can go, blah, 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 but he's on to move on to other things. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, that's funny. Season, everybody's being moved and traded, so. Oh, you thought maybe. Cool. I can hear myself echo over here. That wasn't a nice thing to do. <laughs> Trade season. Uh, Go buff, go buffalo. That's a good one. Good job, guys. Golf clap. Yeah. All right. So um, let's give a shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. Uh, <clears throat> there are a few requirements that take place. <laughs> you have to have a Arizona ID past 1996, right? That's still a 
And um, you also have to have, and if you don't have that, uh, it has to be current. And then you have, or you can have a valid U.S. passport. Not the book. I mean, not the card. It has to be the book. Booklet. They don't accept the card anymore. They did for a hot minute, but then they went, eh, I don't know why, because I think that would be even an easier thing to try and read a smashed book in a scanner. Anyway, um, if you're on food stamps, you have to have either the card with your name on it. Those are rare, but they are out there. You used to be able to tell, uh, ask for your name to be printed on it for $5. <clears throat> I don't know if they do that anymore. If they don't do that, they will print you out uh, the award letter stating that you are currently a SNAP recipient, uh, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program recipient for food stamps. has to have your name. And it uh, has to have your current dates that you're receiving that. And then you get $75 off. And that's um, a good thing. I think there's a bug in my water. <laughs> oh, not anymore. Um, all right, then. Um, so if you want to get certified, you can come on down and do a walk-in appointment. Or you can do a telemedicine appointment. Or you can uh, schedule an appointment. If you want to know what qualifies you for a medical cannabis card, you can go to tumbleweedcellcenter.com and you can check out the conditions. You can book an appointment right there. It looks like a little piece of laminate wood. <laughs> you can book your appointment. And if you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical cannabis card. PTSD cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which covers a whole host of things like uh, arthritis problems, um, back problems, uh, migraines, IBS, fibromyalgia, all sorts of stuff. Severe, and it has to be two months or longer. That's what the state considers chronic. You can't come in and be like, oh, I twisted my ankle, man. <laughs> That's what recreation's for. Uh, severe nausea. Seizures, all seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia or wasting syndrome. I shake my head every time because I, I have looked that up. And Dr. George, I keep forgetting until <laughs> I get back here and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to look that up. You look it up. You're the assistant over there. <laughs> Tech girl. She's like, forget it. I'm freezing. I turn, the, I turn the heater on. All right. ALS, Crohn's disease. Severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, anything like that. And then you're also eligible uh, for a cannabis card uh, if you uh, suffer from just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes any of the above or more. Uh, because... Um, there's like medicine and, and then the therapies themselves. Oh, if you cachexia. suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it's not. Tumbleweed Cell Center. We're trying to figure out, is it Cachexia or Cachexia? Yeah. Uh, oh, here. Here it is. Um, how to pronounce. Okay. Even, even the guy. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's do one more. Where was yours coming from? Oh. All right, cachexia. There it is, body wasting. Sorry, folks. That's one of the conditions. But somebody said it very, I, Dr. George said it differently, I think. Um, and somebody else said it who had it differently. Maybe they wanted it to sound. Anywho, it's one of the con- conditions, <laughs> one of the conditions that you can get your card for. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. Yep, you can come on in. And uh, if you need to get anything online, you can check out uh, thegoodleafshop.com. That's our other awesome store uh, at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. The Goodleaf. Go check it out. Ooh, my iPad sounds back, but I got locked out. <laughs> I got, it's so old. I got locked out of my own iPad. Can you, sit, can you hear me now? Verizon. All right, well, um, I thought AZ Marijuana, Leafly, High Times, I thought any of them would have an article, but now you're making me on. Don't do that. Uh, but I did find an article, Celeb Stoner. It says, legendary pot smuggler Robert Platshorn passes away in Florida. Weed smuggler extraordinaire Robert Platshorn has passed away, known as Bobby Tuna for his exploits on the high seas. (laughs) He was 79. He spent the last week in hospice care after a brief hospitalization from an unknown ailment. Born November 11, 1943 in Philadelphia, Platshorn found his calling importing marijuana from (laughs) Columbia in the 70s. I can't even imagine. What a crazy time to be doing that. Um, uh Uh-oh. Freeze warning. Sorry, folks. Um, The Black Tuna Gang was DEA code for his team. They moved a hot strain, Santa Marta Gold, that made them rich. Based in Miami, Platshorn owned numerous cover businesses and several yachts. <laughs> but the high times ended when the DEA busted the Black Tuna Gang in 1978, charging them with smuggling 500 tons into the U.S. <laughs> from 1997 to 1998. It was a major coup for the DEA. <laughs> How many pounds is that? <laughs> the pound of grass, 500 tons. Oh, my God. Oh, man. After two trials, Platshorn, his partner Robert uh, Meinster, and six other members of the gang were convicted. Platshorn and Meinster Minster received sentences totaling 108 years. Platshorn served 28 years in federal penitentiaries and was finally released 15 years before the date of his death on April Fool's Day in 2008. 
Bob hit the ground running, meeting all the activists and starting his own organization, the Senior Tour, <coughs> which <coughs> reached older Americans who were interested in cannabis. Bob loved High <laughs> Times, who did a cover story on the gang in 1981. I met him then, and we became friends. Um, Bob wrote Black Tuna Diaries mm-hmm. and was featured in the documentary, documentary Square Grouper. Did you watch that ever? That was really great. I was really, yeah, we have it somewhere locked away, <laughs> probably in that closet. <laughs> yeah. In 2009, he struck a deal with True Leave to grow his <clears throat> custom black tuna strains. Since Bob lived in uh, Florida, Truly's home state, he thought they'd be a good partner. Quote, Truly very generously supported our silver tour for two years, Bob wrote at Celeb Stoner in 2020. I opted for Truly because they put a high value on education. The black tuna strain had to, quote, at least mimic the properties of Santa Marta gold, he noted. Within a few months, I received a mason jar from <laughs> Truly with three huge buds. Two tokes, and I knew we had struck Santa Marta gold. It <laughs> it took several more months to grow mother plants and then a crop. Black tuna strain was released in 2020, September. It sold out in less than an hour. <laughs> it's truly the most in-demand strain and usually sells out in an hour or two. That was Bob, a hype man to the end. He liked to tell stories about how he used to set up on street corners in Philadelphia and sell blenders and other household items like a Wild West Barker Hustling Rubes. But Bob was too kind to take advantage. Shrewd from so many years in lockup, he was one of the good guys who paid a heavy price because he loved providing Americans with great ganja back when the options were limited. For Bob, it was the seller's market until the DEA sniffed him out. I can't believe 500 times in a year. Smugglers like um, uh, Robert Platshorn were uh, like clandestine growers. They stayed in the shadows and got everyone stoned. <laughs> um, tributes. Uh, let's see. David um, Binenstock, former editor of High Time, tells Celebrity Stoner, quote, Bobby came out of prison ready to fight back against the war on drugs that cost him decades for his, of his freedom. But he also wanted to enjoy life and reconnect with his family and the world. The countless people he befriended with his charm, his stories, his kindness, and his tireless activism know that he made a real difference in the world and had a damn good time doing it. Yeah, he did. He said everything was a show. Um, Bruce Perlowin, former smuggler (laughs) via FB and untiring activist and advocate to free the marijuana prisoners and make mar- uh, medical marijuana legal, which he successfully did with the Silver Tour in Florida. He's at peace now. Uh, goodbye, my friend. You were admired and respected and loved by so many. Yeah, he came and did a bunch of book signings with us. And we used to have, did we ever sell his little things he just gave those to us yeah we had the um i have them on the shelf in there it's a little black tuna uh charm there's a couple of them he had that he gave us uh that we have still 
What's that? Yeah, I still have that one up there. Yours, I know, is in hiding with all the other cool stuff. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's right there. Chris Goldstein, normal organizer in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. Quote, Bobby was an incredible human, a dedicated reform activist, and a dear friend. We met just days after his release. Uh, 2008 at a conference. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I think we still have that poster somewhere. 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 I'm not sure, but yeah. Um, yeah, he was uh, r- really flipping awesome, and we always looked forward. Yeah. <laughs> this was the early days. Was that 2011? Um, it was 2012. Well, yeah. Not long after he got out. He was all fired up. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But we we met him at a patient all the time, didn't we? Yeah. In 2012? And 2012. Oh, there's Irvin. Oh. Okay. And Heidi? Yes. Oh. And Waco. <laughs> And Dr. Nancy's in there. No, oh, man. This this is just a show of crying. That lady was awesome, too. I forget her name, but she was really fired up. Oh, JJ. Dang it. Man, well, now you guys can smoke a bowl (laughs) or or eat a brownie. (laughs) JJ's on the brownie. Wow. All right. There you go, folks. We're going to, well, I want to, I don't know if it's going to work. We'll see. I don't know. I might have to disconnect from the jukebox over there and uh, take a break for a minute. And, uh (laughs) uh-oh. That was a phone call. Oh, the guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break here and listen to a song I like because we need to share it for a second. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos 
hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a looking for a pot shop. This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a one looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed These special interest groups have kept these laws with folks we're trying something else to try and get this to happen we'll start it over in just a second 
they might be able to put it back over here. They create a cycle where they and then fund it with the privatization of prisons. Privatization of prisons and mandatory minimum came out about hand in hand. That's another billion dollar industry. So the law enforcement has a potential. smart enough. Nothing's happening now. Because <laughs> it won't. Now it's, now it's just not even playing. All right. Well, there's the boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why because we used to be able to just play it and then it would just play you know, through the program itself. I don't know. Technology these days just got harder. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you, Robert. And that just sucks that you're gone. I'm just going to say it because seriously, every year around this time, I send out my annual it's time for our annual show because we always had them on. And he, yeah, he'd say, and he, yeah. He'd always say, okay, well, I'm going to tell you what time. <laughs> and then I'll never forget one time, I, or I don't know if we were interviewing him or whatever, but his whole thing was, his, his thing wasn't a talk, it wasn't a lecture, it was a show. And when he showed up, I mean, he did so with like a buffet of food for everybody, music, um, doctors, lawyers, instructors. I mean, people in the cannabis industry, he made every event a show. And he loved that. And he was just larger than life in that. Dang it. Oh, man. And that movie, um, Black Tuna Diaries, the uh, Square Grouper, that was an awesome, I had no idea what that was going to be about. And that was a really good one. More of a documentary. Yeah, more of a documentary. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> These pictures of him are great when he was super young. Yeah, I was standing by the big old tuna. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see what's going on in the world. Um, Let's see. Celeb Stoner, huh? Hmm. Celeb Stone Marijuana News. 
marijuana, what's their marijuana news? Belushi, <laughs> growing Belushi. Oh, mar- new season, 4.5. United States of Cannabis. I did not realize that there were like multiple seasons to that. To, to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. Well. And Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. We'll hear them. Mm-hmm. What are they? Get out of here. No way. Oh, no. That is just wrong. That's really wrong. Who would want to eat that? So, in case you didn't hear the little squeaks coming out of Silver Sister, Mike Tyson sells CBD gummies. You've got to be kidding. Oh, my God. In the shape of an ear with a little bite out of them. First of all, that just looks like a gummy gone wrong. doesn't really even look like an ear or anything like that. Like what it should, if you know what it should look like. Yeah, that's just stupid. God, people are stupid. Really? You couldn't have, like, you know, had your tattoo design or something. You had to have that. That's bad. Marvina Thomas becomes the first black woman to own and operate an Arizona dispensary. Go Marvina. Huh. You're bolder than I am. <laughs> Marvina Thomas of 420 Collections, an Arizona-based VIPOC-owned cannabis company consisting of CBD skincare and THC and CBD-infused edibles announced the acquisition of a vertically vertically integrated medical marijuana dispensary license in Stafford, Arizona. With this acquisition, Thomas makes history as Arizona's first black female dispensary owner and operator and and along with her Las Cruces, New Mexico license in her portfolio. She is one of the first women of color to become a multi-state operator, MSO. The Stafford dispensary is slated to open April 20th 2023. Quote, it has always been my dream to become the first black woman-owned Arizona dispensary. We are excited to inspire others to reach for the stars and have made history with our acquisition of the Stafford license. We look forward to becoming a part of the community there, Thomas said. Thomas recently named one of the top 23 women of Arizona cannabis by AZ Big Media Entered the cannabis industry in 2016 with only one product, a bar of CBD-infused soap. Since then, she built and expanded her empire with a full line of THC and CBD-infused products. In December 2022, she opened a licensed dispensary and manufacturing facility in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Thomas, a former registered nurse, emphasizes that her operation is self-funded. It was extremely important to me to follow my dream and not... Uh, and not to be beholden to investors, she said. As a community-forward entrepreneur, Thomas self-funds the, the nonprofit Start Living, Inc., that helps people impacted from alcohol and substance abuse to successfully re-enter society. 420 Collections offers in-house job opportunities to Start Living, Inc. program graduates after successful course completion. While details are still in the works, Thomas and her team plan to bring 
their spirit of giving back to the community, the Safford community. The statistics for BIPOC women in the cannabis industry that are alarming. Black entrepreneurs account for less than 2% of the nation's cannabis businesses, and only 20% of cannabis businesses are owned by women. An industry pioneer, Thomas has never let statistics deter her 420 collections, is a 100% black female-owned business. Quote, I founded my business with a bar of soap to help a friend with a skin condition. To this day, I make it my mission to help others, and that has been the key to my personal and professional success, she said. Those who know Thomas say there's nothing that can stop her. Quote, her determination knows no bounds, said 420 Collections Company President Parisa Rad. Rod. Rad. Rad. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Marvina. Go, Marvina. Text it to me. We're going to read something about the NBA now. Go, Marvina. Oh no! Oh yeah! Here comes Eric. Yeah, here. Check it out. Looking at your bike. Edibles, NACO, <laughs> sex lubricant, hemp derived cannabinoids, um, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. Sending it to tumbleweeds. We'll see what happens. Sorry about this mixed up show, y'all. Ah, oh boy. <laughs> these silly ads that come up, these are crazy. You know what that is? What's Wordle? Because everybody's doing it. Yeah. All right. Keep your brain moving. Keep it moving. All right, Marvina. Woo. All right. No, I don't want to play now. I want to get out of here so I can do God sound effects because guess who just came that became the 38th state to legalize marijuana? Kentucky. Get your derby hats, folks. Make sure they're made of hemp. Woo! That would be really great. All right, let's see what's happening, Kentucky. <laughs> those big hat, you know, <laughs> pretty woman hat, you know, it's like 50 feet wide with the big old bow. <laughs> All right. Governor Andy Bashir has signed SB 47 into law, making Kentucky the 38th state to legalize medical cannabis for patients with debilitating conditions. Nice. We're killing it. Marijuana's killing it. <laughs> Quote, Kentuckians who are suffering will finally be able to have access to safe, legal, medical cannabis. We applaud the Kentucky legislature for recognizing the value of medical cannabis 
and passing legislation that will help provide relief and meet the needs of patients with serious medical conditions throughout the state. And are also grateful for the governor's championing of this compassionate issue, said Karen O'Keefe, O'Keefe, Director of State Policies at the Marijuana Policy Project. Regulations are due by July 1st, 2024. Oh, and the law will take effect January 2025. Uh, SB 47 does not allow cannabis smoking, but it allows raw cannabis and vaporization. The list of qualifying conditions includes PTSD and chronic severe intractable and debilitating pain. It also provides for uh, additional conditions to be approved administratively. For more details, a summary of the legislation is available here. I don't even see there's no link for us even. Uh, A February 2020 Kentucky Health Issue poll found that 90% of Kentuckians support medical cannabis. 38 states, including Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, and now Kentucky have laws providing the framework for patients with debilitating medical conditions to have access to regulated cannabis under a doctor's care. Take it. Take it. All right. Going on in high times these days. Uh, did you watch that movie yet uh, with the Tom Hanks Around the World, whatever that's called? So it's about he. I don't, he ends up with this little girl. She's like ten or twelve, and it's back in the eighteen hundreds. And what he does is he travels all over the world, the United States, or, and reads newspaper articles and hauls, and so he charges like a dime. So people that can't read can come listen to the news. Um, he just reads it front to back. Uh, it was uh, probably a year or two old. Um, I, th- I think it was, um, yeah, check it out, Tom Hanks. And I was like, oh, Tom Hanks, 1800s, give me a break. But he did a really good job. He got scruffy enough in the beard, and he, he kind of, you know, he kind of I hate that because people, yeah, as I say, you kind of didn't notice it was something. But people get so famous, and then they do every role possible. Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's hard to get Johnny Depp out of your head. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What else is going on? Um, practice makes perfect. Uh, Idaho residents flood Oregon border town to get weed. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Residents in Boise, Idaho can get weed in less than an hour if they drive across the border to Oregon. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty good. But then going back, you're going to get busted. People living in a conservative state with one of the worst state policies on cannabis in the country are crossing the border to illegally obtain cannabis in Oregon. Residents of Boise, Idaho where cannabis is illegal, simply have to drive less than an hour to Ontario, Oregon, to buy pot, and officials aren't happy. The situation is proving something in real time, that prohibition still doesn't work. NPR reports that the situation has reached, quote, a flashpoint. And it adds to the pile of reasons why Eastern Oregonians aren't accepting the changes that they're seeing in their state. 
Steve Mellon opened Hotbox Farms in Ontario shortly after the city approved adult use cannabis sales. Quote, the politicians have been able to <clears throat> have the scenario where they <clears throat> say that they don't have legal cannabis, Mellon told NPR. But in all actuality, we all know there's legal cannabis in Boise, he said, hinting that it's obvious where his customers come from. Hotbox Farms hardly serves Ontario's 11,600 residents when there are over 700,000 in the Boise area close by. Quote, there are over a million people with a hundred mile rate within a hundred mile uh, radius of the store. <laughs> of course, they're serving a broader market. Wow. Political uh, explored the cannabis border phenomenon in Ontario in 2021. Ontario was once the home of the invention of tater tots, but it's now known as Cannabis Central. <laughs> Residents of the Boise area simply have nowhere else to go to buy pot. Politico profile Brandon Street uh, Germain of Cannabis and Glass, who reported a similar situation in which most customers come from out of state. Don't expect anything to change in Idaho anytime soon. Idaho is one of only two states in the country that bans all forms of cannabis. Normal gives Idaho Governor Brad Little an F grade as he opposes even medical-only cannabis bills in disagreement with 88% of Americans and industrial hemp bills. Meanwhile, things have become so divisive in eastern Oregon that people there want to succeed from the state. Oh, Lord. Uh, Cannabis laws in the area are shaped by local culture. There's quite a culture shock between the -the dyed-in-the-wool conservative culture of most areas of Idaho versus the culture of central Boise, where nearly half of residents voted Democrat. Things are just as divisive between oh, comparing Eastern Oregon versus the coast. Eastern Oregon, home, home of Ontario, is home to deeply embedded rural culture with a proven track record. A group of people on the rural eastern side of Oregon attempted to petition to succeed from the fiercely liberal state and join conservative Idaho. <laughs> Things haven't slowed down for cannabis, however. According to NPR, Ontario now sells more cannabis per capita than any other city in Oregon, (laughs) Uh, employing about 600 people for the tiny town. Eastern Idaho leaders are trying to move the border of Idaho to succeed from the state of Oregon, and pot is one of the reasons for pushing to do so. Quote, we have a little bit of a drug problem right on the side of our border, said uh, Rep. Barbara uh, Ert. Hart, I'm going to say Hart, Ert, Ert, Hart, at a recent hearing over House Joint um, Memorial Number 1, a bill that would authorize Idaho to begin discussion with Oregon lawmakers about moving the border. Quote, a lot of Idahoans are going there, Ontario, and getting drugs, um, Barbara said, and that will be pushed hundreds of miles away. (laughs) People in Idaho who travel to another state to buy cannabis for medical purposes are essentially cannabis refugees. And sorry, Babs, um, pushing that just a couple hundred miles away is not going to stop anybody from driving further. They'll just get more munchies for the road trip. For real. Okay. So the sister's like, well, how long? Oh, I'll have the gajongish giant coffeeest ever. See those construction workers around walking around. What's in there, coffee? <laughs> 
Oh, man, that's cray-cray. That is crazy. <clears throat> All right, well, there you have it. Push that border. <laughs> Ooh, um, let's see, what's going on? There's a New York thing. What's happening in New York? I saw something. Um, okay, New York launches accelerator program for adult use dispensary owners. New York cannabis regulators have announced the launch of a training program for retail dispensary owners in the state. New York cannabis regulators uh, regulators last week offered new assistance to entrepreneurs in the state's emerging cannabis industry with the launch of an accelerator program for recreational marijuana, marijuana dispensary owners. Under the new program announced by the New York Office of Cannabis Management, OCM, on Friday, the state's conditional adult use Retail Dispensary, C-A-U-R-D, license holders will receive training and services help to grow their businesses. The launch of the Accelerator Program is the result of a month-long search by state officials for an organization with dem- uh, demonstrated expertise in cannabis retail education and the, compas- and the capacity to conduct intensive acceleration for licenses across the state. The search resulted in the selection of our Academy, a minority women-led nonprofit organization that has provided training for cannabis social equity entrepreneurs in weed legal states across the country. Quote, we're grateful to be supporting the next generation of diverse cannabis dispensary founders and community leaders in New York. Hillary Yu, co-founder and executive director of Our Academy, said in a statement from the OCM on Friday, quote, since starting this work four years ago, we have worked with many cannabis equity applicants, operators, and others harmed by the war on drugs, and we are excited to bring our mentorship-driven, peer-to-peer approach to one of the country's largest and most promising markets. New York legalized adult-use cannabis in 2021, and the first recreational marijuana dispensary opened its doors in Manhattan late last year. Uh, in August 2022, the OCM announced that <clears throat> the first conditional use uh, retail dispensary licenses would be issued to companies headed by individuals with past convictions for marijuana-related crimes and to organizations that provide services to justice-involved individuals. Uh, successful applicants receive aid from a $200 million social equity cannabis investment fund, which was created to help finance the leasing and outfitting of up to 150 recreational marijuana dispensaries across the state. The agency awarded the first license in December and earlier this month. The OCM announced that the number of licenses would be doubled, bringing that total to 300. Quote, New York State is committed to providing our licenses with the tools needed to prosper in this market. This cohort of licenses are strong, qualified uh, community leaders, and we're here to make sure they are ready to thrive as they launch New York's cannabis industry, said Tremaine Wright, chairwoman of the Cannabis uh, Board. Quote, I especially want to thank our Academy for creating a business resource program with the intention of helping licensees effectively ramp up their business plans so they are prepared to operate in the New York cannabis market. Hey. Are they prepared for the mob and mafia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's like setting up shop in Rio Rico. <laughs> Not. Oh, just kidding, folks. Oh, how's that go? Only the CORD, C-A-U-R-D, licenses will have access to this accelerated program run by our academy. The first 175 licensees will be divided into two 20-week cohorts that will receive comprehensive training in cannabis retail operations, finances, and marketing. The program will consist of 41 intensive live workshops covering the process of launching and managing a profitable, profitable cannabis Retail Dispensary. The name of the game here is a lasting success for entrepreneurs, said Chris Alexander, Executive Director of the Office of Cannabis Management. Quote, our partnership with our academy will prepare licensees to not only operate a thriving cannabis business, but also to be lasting leaders in establishing New York State's cannabis market and beyond. The CAURD licensees enrolled in the Accelerator Program will have access to digital recordings of all 41 Academy workshops and other learning tools developed by the organization. The entrepreneurs will have access to two workshops per week consisting of recorded courses, workshops with lesson plans, and online quizzes. Licensees will also receive resources including standard <clears throat> operating procedure plans, and customize financial documents. Uh, the Accelerator Program participants will also be provided with mentors who have opened and operated one or more licensed cannabis dispensaries, have experience raising capital for marijuana businesses, or have managed licensed delivery operations. Additionally, five specialist consultants will host weekly office hours for all program participants in critical areas of finance, operations, compliance, and marketing. Quote, the Accelerator Program is a reflection of the office's commitment to the success of our justice impact retailers, said Damien Fagan, OCM Chief Equity Officer. When we provide New York with tools they need to build and grow successful businesses, we create opportunities for economic mobility, social equity, and community empowerment, and not to mention a bazillion tons of money. A bazillion. A bazillion. Wow. Go to New York. That's quite the setup for someone that's already broken the law. Sorry, how to do it. You're not a top-notch criminal. We only bust you for a little, so we're going to give you the dispensary of a lifetime. Wow. <laughs> I can't even. All right. <clears throat> Sponsored. <laughs> that was a High Times article. But you're listening to Weeds Day Wednesday, brought to you by Dumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come and get certified. Come and get some hemp and CBD products. We have all sorts of cool things. I love the backpacks over at the Good Leaf, those little ones. Um, and there's all sorts of great new products over there. Anything we need to highlight on this morning, Silver Sister? No, she's not going to say it. <laughs> Just get over there. It's all sorts of fun stuff. Get some CBD gum. Come to Tumbleweeds. Get certified. If you want to know what you can get certified for, that would be PTSD, cancer, uh, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, 
hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. Um, You can get certified if you're under 18, but you have to have two doctor's appointments. Um, The parent or guardian has to have a caregiver card. Even if they have their own medical marijuana card, they still have to get a caregiver uh, application. And that's $200 for that thing. And um, they have to get fingerprints. um, And then the state fee. And we used to do, we still would do a house call, I'm sure, if somebody wanted one. But people like the um, telemedicine options. If you are getting... If you're bringing us your certification and your doctor already um, filled it out for you and they did so correctly, uh, then we can actually process it. It's a $35 process. Safety is $150. If you're on food stamps and you can prove that, like we say, with a card with your name on it, it will have to be printed on it. Even the old ones will work if we can read them. Sometimes we can't read them because those are like actually like typewriters stamped in. Remember, they're like almost braille. And then the next one they printed in bright white. <laughs> and uh, and then I don't know if they're printing anything anymore um, for the food stamps because some people are coming in saying, then we let me pay for it. Um, yeah, you might have to ask for it. Um, or you're going to bring the award letter in that is current with your name on it as it is on uh, your ID. And then you can get your $75 off of that. Um, and if you have a uh, will price match, if it's um, the uh, same day and time that we're opening in business and doing the same uh, services, because a lot of times they'll say, They'll do it for this, but they don't. That other companies not including the um, processing fee or the state fee or fees like that. So, yep, we can do it. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That is right. Give us a <clears throat> give us a call 520-838-4430. Uh, you can even email thctucson at gmail.com. Uh, come on down. Uh, we do telemedicine. You just have to fill out a brief little form online. And then you too can come down or call in and chat with one of our awesome doctors. Uh, and... That's about it. Thanks for tuning in. Robert, we love you. We miss you. I'm going to figure out how to play that. Maybe I'll I'll download it. I'll have to figure out how to play it as an episode or something in the show itself. You should listen to Should Grandma Smoke Pot? You should go find it. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Have an awesome day, you guys.
Have an awesome day, everybody.